San Francisco has a new DA. Urination is not going to be prosecuted. In another story, a man blew up uh, his house, spilled poop all over his house as he lit a cigarette in the toilet. We'll tell you that story coming up as well. I mean, this is news you need to know. News you need to know. Uh, News you have expertise on. (laughs) Yes. Yes, thank you. You were there Thank in San you. Francisco a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, and uh, had to. I, were I, you with I, me? I was at that. Uh, yes. Do you remember was... walking down the street with uh, all of us, and we were like revolting? Oh, we had security with us, and I kept saying, "Hey guys, can you walk a little closer to us?" Which I usually say, "Can you just leave us alone? Can you guys walk a little closer to us?" And we had the conversation. Would you feel com- we were in a good neighborhood, like? Like Nicholas Cage's neighborhood, you know, when he had money, mm-hmm. uh, we were we were in that kind of neighborhood, walking down the street, and I asked you guys, would any of you feel comfortable living on this street and having your wife just walk down to the grocery store? No, it's terrifying. You know, certain moments kind of are so vivid that mm-hmm. they they like imprint in your mind mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. exact thing you're looking at, the exact place you were, everything that was going around you. Mm-hmm. If you were to ask me, what is the worst smell you have ever had the displeasure of entering into your nose and being processed as scent, I could tell you exactly where I was in San Francisco walking by some slew of like tents and blankets and... God only knows what was dead in there. All I know is that city routinely has areas and pockets that just the smell will waft in your nose and you will never forget it for the rest of your life. That is the situation these people are living in right now. I mean, there's a lot of good people in San Francisco that have to deal with this on a regular basis. Well, the good news is they just hired the guy who won't do a damn thing about it. He's telling in advance. Yeah, and we'll tell you about Mm. it. This guy is really... This guy might even make an appearance on our special tomorrow, <laughs> just just to throw him in. Uh, this guy's a really this this is not the guy you should hire. But no, God bless you, no. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's go to let's go to Canada for a second. Yes, I'm of course uniquely qualified to talk about this as a Canadian sports celebrity, and uh, you really are. Made a, up. made the uh, one of the most amazing catches in Major League Baseball history at a Toronto Blue Jays game. You can look it up online. I mean, whatever. You know, I'm not bragging about it, but I mean, people in well, Canada got, know who I am. Yeah. Not not I mean, when I, when they figure out who you are, they tend to not like you. Well, that's how, that's the case with everybody I know. You know, that's just <laughs> a standard practice for my life. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So there's a guy, Don Cherry, who is a very famous guy in Canada. He is a sports broadcaster, been around for a zillion years. Super famous uh, for you know, he's a Canadian sports legend, legitimately, and also a guy who is very famous for wearing like outlandish suit jackets and things. Like he's very identifiable. And he uh, was on his show, uh, which is called Coach's Corner, and making comments about uh, issues of the day. And he occasionally will go off of the the hockey, you know, mm-hmm. you know, commentary, and they're just talking about cultural issues in Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, he decided to do that the other night, and of course, as it always seems to do these days, cost him his job. Here is Don Cherry on uh, on his show, Coach's Corner. Now you go to the small cities. And you know, you, you know those the rows on rows. You people love you, you that come here, whatever it is. You love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you could pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. These guys pay for your way of life that you enjoy in Canada. These guys pay the uh, the biggest price. Now, 
it's a little bit you have to get into Canadian culture a bit. So it's almost the, the poppy is like a little red, like a fake red flower that a lot of people will wear. Right. It's where Dorothy laid down and fell asleep. Poppy. <laughs> it's poppy. And uh, they do it to remember the troops. It's like their Veterans Day thing, basically. It's a Veterans Day tradition, essentially. You think about it that way in Canada. It's called Remembrance Day there. Um, so they wear these things in advance. And he said, which kind of got cut off in that clip, is that um, you go to uh, Ontario, where he lives. You go to Toronto. Nobody's wearing them. Nobody's wearing these things. It's kind of the same thing you'd say about like, ah, if you went to New York City, people aren't wearing flag pins. But if you go to, you know, Nebraska, they're all, they're all, you know, they've got the flag all over the place. It's mm-hmm. that type of observation. Mm-hmm. Now, did you take anything from that? Com- there was one little part. Maybe, yeah, he said, you people. He goes, you people, you love, you, he goes, you people love you, that you come here, whatever it is, you love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. So he's, that is being um, translated as what he's talking about are immigrants of color now he didn't say anything to my ear anything about that topic at all i heard it (laughs) i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people in uh in toronto that are not immigrants that don't wear poppies not true it's not no no anyone who's wearing a poppy is white and canadian really anybody not wearing poppy black brown yellow doesn't matter to justify the response to this, you'd have to believe have that's to what believe he meant, that. right? Yeah. Uh, and so they, they fired him uh, immediately after this. Okay, so let me get this right. If you are running to be the prime minister, you can dress in blackface. As an adult, multiple times. Blackface. And get elected as prime minister. But if you're a hockey sportscaster who the nation... In his 80s, had, by the way. In his 80s, mm-hmm. who the nation has known and loved for decades... You say, you know, you come over here and you you like our milk and honey. The least you can do is wear a poppy. To honor the troops to that the died troops. to protect your country. Mm-hmm. That is a, it's a fireable offense. And they're saying what he meant was, I want all immigrants out of here. Now, first of all. How is this happening? I, right. First of all, he didn't say anything about immigrants. He said, you people who come here. Well, I mean, that could mean anything. Although, I don't know that he's... I'm thinking about going there. Right. <laughs> Maybe he's talking about all the Hollywood people. Right. You know, all, all the Alec Baldwins that, that say they're going to leave the country after every election. Um, and he... So, first of all, he didn't mention immigrants. Secondly, uh, he is saying, like, what I want out of people is for them to be patriotic and not even patriotic. Just respect the fact that soldiers died for you on Veterans Day. You buy those poppies and it helps to go. That money goes to help the veterans. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, so maybe he was just talking about Dennis Quaid. Really? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I just find it could be fascinating. And, and you look at this, you could tell he's at least at some level conservative, certainly for Canada which is probably part of the reason he's being targeted on this one. Um, you know, as they do, and you, you've been the victim wait, of... Wait, 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 wait. You're saying because he might be a little conservative, he's targeted, <laughs> but somebody who's running for prime minister as a liberal wouldn't be targeted? This That's country? Crazy. Really? The blackface president guy? You're going to tell us? You're going to go fire people because they made one comment about Canada. Hon- not honoring the troops enough? Canada, stand Come up on. for yourself, man. Jeez. Stand uh, up for yourself. It's embarrassing. Of course, they don't have, the, they don't have freedom of speech there. No, that's they true. They don't have freedom of speech. No First Amendment in right. Canada. Um, but so, and it probably was the CBC that canceled him. It's, it was Sportsnet, wasn't it? I think he's on Sportsnet. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's craziness. That's yeah. craziness.
It's, it when, is craziness. When are we going to stand up? Seriously, when are we going to stand up? These things are getting more and more bizarre. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible some of the things that are happening with these people. I mean, we talked about the thing with James O'Keefe and this the person who marked the clip at, at, uh, at yeah. ABC left her job uh, willingly, went to CBS, then got fired from her CBS job because she they thought she might have leaked this tape to James O'Keefe but actually wasn't the right person, and they've just screwed her over. Her career is apparently done. I mean, you know, remember the guy who said chink in the armor uh, in a story about Jeremy Lin in the NBA, and he got fired. He I know. I wonder what happened to him. He was at ESPN. What happened? This is what happens, right? The media cycle gets all f- flared up. Everyone goes and, 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 I think in those cases, correctly defends the person. But then they're gone, and everyone forgets about them. And that's what ABC and CBS are both depending on when it comes to this James O'Keefe story. They want it to go away. They hope eventually you'll just start ignoring it. And the same thing here. I mean, look, every single time they run one of these stories, what happens? You know this because you've been on the wrong side of about 5,000 of them. They go through and they they list all of their previous offenses mm-hmm. to show you it's not just this one oh, comment. Just if you're one. not convinced. No, when he was a baby, he said, da, which shows that he was talking about his uh, gender selection with his father. Who is he to say da when he may not be da? He might be ma. Right. There you go. So <laughs> it's true. That crazy. It's almost that bad. Listen to though the slew of things they have on Don Cherry. This is the Canadian broadcaster who was fired. And we have his, uh, his uh, I think we have his apology here, his quote unquote apology here in a second. Um, but he's a, a former uh, professional player and an NHL coach has long been known for his outlandish and controversial comments on Hockey Night in Canada. That's why they watch him. Right, of course, right? And he's an entertainer. He's wearing, like, <sighs> bright And it's pink. hockey. They're hitting each other with sticks. Right. Here, here <laughs> you know how many people are just beating each other up with sticks in that game? It's, it's a rough and tumble. It's not like, you know, you're having uh, cucumber sandwiches while you're watching it. It's hockey. It's hockey. You get tough, Right. I want so, to talk to Michael Bublé about this. I'm gonna. I'm writing him. Oh no! Telling you, you better stand. You better stand up. You are losing hockey. Yeah. He says. Um, uh, here are his controversial comments. He has been known to favor English-speaking Canadian-born players over those from Europe or Quebec, whom he considers soft. Now, this is a very standard sports observation, hockey observation, basketball observation over a million years, where overseas in Europe, they play a more finesse-type game, and here they play a more of run-into-people and, and, and power-type of game, right? Like, that is not a, yeah. is that a racist comment. Is he, not about, does he favor Russians? Czechs? Because i got to believe the Russians and the Czechs are the worst. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. It's a good question. They don't list that here. I don't know that much about uh, his. But that's, like not a, that's not a controversial comment, right? Like that's, yeah, 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 yeah. You're just assuming he doesn't like... Again, he, he likes the white people in Canada over the white people from Canada because of their <laughs> language? No. Right? Like, how dare you? Quebec is in Canada. No, it's... Oh, my gosh. How dare you? It is French. It is it is not French. Okay, next. It's annoying. Uh, he uh, has spoken out about Canada's lack of support for the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq in 2003. He has sp- uh, expressed disbelief in the existence of climate change. Have you heard anything controversial? These are just run-of-the-mill conservative positions. This is not controversial. This is just run-of-the-mill stuff. He's called people who ride bicycles pinkos. Now, that's just a joke. <laughs> I love that's just that. a joke. You pinkos. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to start doing that. Right. I love that. He's just a, uh, an ornery guy. we got to get him on. I know. I don't know if we'll do Hang it. Hang on just a second. We have more, mm. and I want to hear his apology when we come back. 
All right, let's let's start a little bit here with uh, his partner's on-air apology. Yeah, after he got this fired. This has got to be bad. Yeah, here it is. No, I'm just trying to save my Don body. Cherry made remarks which were hurtful, discriminatory. Oh, jeez. Uh, which were flat out wrong. Flat, uh, we at Sportsnet have apologized. Uh, it certainly doesn't stand for what Sportsnet or Rogers represents. Yeah. Uh, we know diversity is the strength of the country. Yeah. Uh, we see it in the yeah. travels with our yeah. show and with Hockey Night in Canada. Oh, so that's great. I owe you an apology, too. That's the big oh, thing shut that up, I want shut to up, emphasize. Shut up, shut up. I can't I hear it there. anymore. I shut uh, him did, up. Get him out of here. Oot. Yeah, by the way, Rogers is like the Comcast of Canada. Like a huge company. They oh. own the Blue Jays. They, you know, they are they are a huge huge company there and they don't want any trouble. They're going to they're bailing on anybody that says anything controversial if it's on the right for sure. And when they come for you, Rogers, who's going to be left to stand up for you? I mean, that's an amazing uh, when did he say anything discriminatory? Again, no, if nothing. he came out and overtly said, "Look, I don't like immigrants." That's another story. The he didn't God, even say the- that. The prime minister is pictured in blackface, yes. and you all just accepted it. Would you would allow him to be interviewed? Oh. Does he get a show? Listen, though, if, if you get sick of everybody folding mm-hmm. when, when one of these controversies happens. Let me introduce you to an 80-year-old man. <laughs> he, doesn't give a, he doesn't give a crap about <laughs> Can it. Can you imagine what kind of 80-year-old guy I'm going to be? Oh, my gosh. I can't You're already wait. an 80-year-old guy. I know. In, in, Can you imagine when I really, really don't care because I'm like, Jesus is coming in two minutes for me, so here's what I really think. Oh, it's going to be great. Here's, here's what Don Cherry said. He said, I know what I said, and I meant it. Everybody in Canada should wear a poppy to honor our fallen soldiers. I speak the truth, and I walk the walk. I have visited the bases of the troops, been to Afghanistan with our brave soldiers at Christmas, been to cemeteries of our fallen around the world, and honored our fallen troops on Coach's Corner. To keep my job, I cannot be turned into a tamed robot. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I want him on here. I want him. On. He should, we, the Blaze should hire him for hockey coverage, even though we don't do any hockey coverage. <laughs> that guy is fantastic. Yeah, look, I, I you know, the, these these things are, there have always been people who have said controversial things on the air. You go back to Jimmy the Greek back in the day who, mm. who uh, got fired in the 80s for making a controversial comment. I mean, this does happen. But like, there seems to be no evidence whatsoever that this guy did anything controversial, and they're all assuming that he was just well. He doesn't like people of color. Obviously, he said he didn't. He wanted people to honor the troops. It seems again. I'm an outsider. I know I'm a Canadian sports legend, but that doesn't mean I follow every part of Canadian <laughs> culture. Maybe I'm missing. But you something have a right here. to say it. I do have a right to say it mm-hmm. here. They don't have a right to say it there, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of the problem, isn't it? My dad, we had a bakery that was right, you know, down from the border, and we'd take Canadian money, and he lost a lot of money uh, taking Canadian money over the years. So I have, I have a, I have peace in this too. You do. I'm allowed to say stuff too. Yeah, lived around Canadians, like Canadians, don't like their money, and my father was their hurt. money. When yeah. you say there, do you mean people. immigrants in Toronto? I mean anybody who crosses our border, north or south, <laughs> legally or illegally. Ah, uh, that's what yeah. I thought. Except for the white people. This is except for the white people. White people, I'm totally cool with. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah now just make that clear. Now we can put that in your little yeah. paragraph at the end of stories. Like, <laughs> Glenn Beck once said, and they will put that. And they will. They will put that mm-hmm. as it's dead serious. Oh, they put this in here. We, he once called bicyclists pinkos. I love it's, that. Not, it's just a joke. That's a, Sarah, mm. make sure you get him on the air. I don't <laughs> care if we have to go up and broadcast from his house. <laughs> I want that guy on the air. That's a fantastic story. And he dresses kind of like you, too. I've seen, like, the, he has this one pink flowery uh, suit jacket he wears. It's, like, super shiny. 
Looks like something Lady Gaga might pull out of the closet. And uh, it's reminded me of you. I mean, it's a little more calm than the stuff you wear usually, but... Can't they come for Stu? <laughs> when when will the mobs come, from Stu, come for Stu? Because I'll back you up on that. Oh, you wouldn't believe what he says off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'll just throw you under the bus like crazy, like crazy. Uh, there's also uh, somebody in London that um, I'll have to see if I can get the audio for it uh, when we come back. There's, a, there's this woman in London who says, you know, these people that you have on the list, these Muslim Brotherhood people. Now, she's in like Parliament or she's in their like Homeland Security thing. And she's put out a list of all the people that England won't welcome. Uh, that it's crazy that you won't welcome them. This 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 list has to has to go away. The the groups that she's they're the worst terrorist groups on the planet. All end in jihad. Their names, okay? <laughs> and she's like, they are just community organizers. They are just people in their own areas. Uh, in their own parts of the country that didn't like the, the the way their country was going. So, yes, they did some things that you wouldn't do here. What? You're going to hold that against them? You're listening to Glenn Beck. Yes, I am. We welcome to the program our Canadian broadcasting friend, Brian Lilly. Hello, Brian. How are you? I, you know, Glenn, I, I'm doing well other than... I'm listening to you and Stu this morning because I'm on vacation trying to escape Canadian politics. <laughs> <laughs> Just puttering around. Yeah. And I'm hearing you talk about Don Cherry, a man I know, like, and respect. And Justin Trudeau, a man I know, don't like, and don't respect. <laughs> right. So this is crazy, Brian. This is, this is absolutely nuts. You guys just elected a guy who has been photographed multiple times as an adult in blackface. He was actually asked during the election because he wouldn't say how many times he'd worn it after the first night he was caught. The first night he's caught, he comes out and, you know, he's on his campaign plane and he does one of those things with all the reporters around him on the plane. And have you done this any other times? Yes, there was one other time. And then they released the photo of him in high school dressed up in blackface doing Deo. And so now every time I'm watching the Raptors and they play Deo, I think Justin Trudeau's got to be in the audience. <laughs> but they go from that to the next day, another news outlet comes out with another video of him, and now there's three. And so he's asked, well, how many more? Like, oh, well, the number's not important. To the nearest five, how many times? <laughs> it was an actual question to him, and he couldn't answer. So, yeah, we just reelected him, but beyond that... Justin Trudeau is a man who, in Quebec, where the, the French part of Canada that he represents, they have a certain amount of say over their immigration, and they're doing things that if any other part of the country did it, he, they'd call it racist. They want to impose a values test to become an immigrant to Quebec. So do you believe in the following things? And some people will say, this is good, this is bad. But when a conservative politician advocated for that a few years ago for the whole country, Justin Trudeau called it racist, bigoted, anti-immigrant. Quebec is, you know, the province, again, that he represents, is lowering their immigration rate. They are reducing it because, yeah, immigrants steal jobs. Any other part of the country did that. He'd call it racist and bigoted and anti-immigrant. So a guy who is actually backing policies that the liberal left calls racist, anti-immigrant, was just reelected. But we got to fire Don Cherry for saying, you come here. Honor our, our fallen. 
my parents are immigrants. Most of the neighborhood kids that I grew up around were immigrants. We all learned about Remembrance Day, and we all wore poppies. Okay, mm. so so tell me about uh, Don Cherry. Um, he's can you compare him to an American? A uh, sportscaster at all, something? How big is he in Canada? Well, unlike Keith Olbermann, he's kept his job for years. So he's <laughs> Keith um, You know, I, I'm not sure that there is a comparable figure. He, he doesn't call the games like Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on uh, Monday or Sunday night football. Uh, he's, uh, he's not a He's Bob not like Bob Harry Carey. He's not like I'm Harry Carey. Hmm. So he's just this guy that he used to coach the Boston Bruins back in the day. He played in the minor leagues. He played in the NHL for a cup of coffee. And, but he, it, he carved out this niche as being the Canadian everyman who watches the game, talks about what he likes, what he doesn't like, and, yeah, occasionally goes off on these things. But his support for the troops has been huge. The left has been trying to get rid of this guy for years. And so, you know, I tweeted out a couple of things on this. As I say, I'm you know, trying to stay away from politics, but I'm on the Twitter machine on the weekend and I see all the outrage over this. And I say, okay, so let me get this straight. The country just elected a man who wore blackface more times than he can say, who backs a values test for immigrants, but only to Quebec, back uh, dropping Quebec's immigration bill and was weak on Bill 21. Oh, by the way, yeah, there's this bill in Quebec that Justin Trudeau won't fight. That says if you wear a turban, a kippah, a hijab, any outward religious symbol, you can't be a school teacher or a cop or a civil servant. He won't fight that. Can you imagine a conservative? Him. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and the left elected him, and yet Don Cherry says, wear a poppy if you come here. Guess what? My dad came to this country and learned about hockey. He couldn't watch soccer all the time because back then you couldn't watch everything on satellite 24-7. So he learned about baseball. He learned about football. He learned about hockey. By the time I was born, a couple of years after he gets to the country, he's upset that my mother's going into labor in the middle of a football game. <laughs> well, come on, it's the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, at least wait till after. Brian, is there any actual evidence that he was even speaking about immigrants. The comment seems to be he's upset with people who are there. No, he are... says you come here. Yeah, he well, says you come no. here. But, I mean, he's talking about Toronto. And he's no, saying... In fairness, I think he's talking about immigrants. And there are a lot of immigrants, new Canadians, as people like to call them, that mm -hmm. do wear the poppy. Look, I think most people come to this country because... They like the freedom. And I know you keep saying we don't have the First Amendment. We do actually have the Charter of Rights, which says you've got freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression, including freedom of the press. Yeah, how's that working out for but, you? Well, it, it doesn't protect you from <laughs> saying something your employer disagrees with. Yeah, right, right, and, right. And that's the case, right? It's stop, you know, just like the First Amendment. I can have the First Amendment in the United States, but if I annoy my employer, like that time you were going to hire me, uh, Glenn, and then you found out I said something bad about Texas, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that that can do you under. In Rogers is like a Comcast, as you were saying, Stu, and it is this huge company that just doesn't want the headache. Now, unfortunately for them, there's a boycott sports net movement going on now, and people are calling up and they're saying, all right, I'm, I'm going to cancel my Sportsnet subscription. If you know anything about the remaining people that have not cut the cord, the most profitable angle of cable is sports. Is sports. And on top of that, so they're a cable company. 
they're a broadcaster. They're also a cell phone company. People are canceling their Rogers subscriptions across the board. This could end up hurting them. I don't know if you know it will be big enough. It's tough to tell, but my guess is that there's going to be more outrage from people that are actually upset over this than who's, who's, the social justice warriors that never watched Dawn to begin with. Yeah, who, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's like the thing with uh, 007. You know, they're making uh, they've they've banned the word Bond girls on the set and uh, all this feminist nonsense with James Bond. Who are they appealing to? Because those feminists don't go to watch James Bond movies. <laughs> They're not going to pick their. No, no, you're not going to have a feminist. Uh, okay, you know, I don't see. Poli- I don't see Patricia How Ireland going. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Maybe I'll go see that this weekend. It's not going to happen. Women watch Bond movies unless they're reluctantly sitting next to us saying, Yes. Fine. Yes. Yes. You've watched four rom coms. I guess I can watch a Bond movie. <laughs> right. So, who is this guy that was the partner that weaseled with this stupid apology? Ron McLean, who is, uh, he's been by Don's side since 1984. And, you know, wow. Um, Don is Don wow. good friends with a, a fellow of, a writer of mine at the Toronto Sun, uh, Joe Warmington. And, you know, he's talked about the relationship with Ron before. He says, ah, yeah, Ron's a bit more left than me, but we get along. We're good. Um, I don't know what Ron was thinking. Could Don have gone on air and said, Look, I'm I'm sorry. Here's what I actually meant. I I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean to offend people. But Don's Don's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to be a simp. I don't know that word other than from Don Cherry, but I get the, <laughs> the context. He's like, I'm I'm not going to bend to anybody. He's 85. He doesn't give a crap what anyone thinks about him. And he, I mean, you know, every year there's there's an attempt to shove him off the air. So. Ron McLean is uh, Mr. Nice Guy that sits next to him. He's the straight man. He's the host of the overall Hockey Night in Canada broadcast. Um, so I, I think he's going to face a bit of a backlash. But yeah, what kind of you know, what, as, as you've been a America, partner with this guy for that long, and that's what you that's what you do. Yeah, and and Ron has been removed from different jobs at Hockey Night in Canada over the years, and Don has stood up for him. And mm. so this is not going to go over well. I'm, I'm sure they're not going to talk again. But, you know, it's um, as much as America is a football nation, Canada is a hockey nation. And so people will be outraged. But will they stop watching? Probably not. Um, may, maybe ratings will take a hit um, and, and and people will start watching hockey elsewhere. I don't know. But. It's, uh, you know, I, I can't believe that there's more ink spilled over this. And I predicted this on the weekend. I said, tweeted it out. There's going to be more ink spilled, more broadcast time. All of this devoted to Don Cherry than the fact that our prime minister that we just reelected in the middle of the campaign was backing policies his own party calls anti-immigrant. And because Don said, quote unquote, you people which my Scottish immigrant uncle says all the time, mm-hmm. normally referring to me mm-hmm. and others around me. <laughs> I use people over there, right? Use. Um, you know, that's what cost him his job. But Justin Trudeau gets reelected by the same people that are complaining about Don Cherry. All right. So, Brian, you, you got to call Don and see if he'll come on the show for us tomorrow because I'd, lo- I'd love to spend some time with I would He's a lo- great guy. I Look, bet. There, there's two authors that I love hanging out with, Glenn. You're one. 
Don's another. I'll send a photo of me at one of Don's uh, uh, book signings a while ago. Um, I went out to interview him at it uh, just outside of Toronto. And, you know, huge lineup. Like the type of lineup that politicians dream of. They, you know, it, it's not quite Don, Don, Donald Trump Jr. and his triggered thing down in wherever he was in the weekend. But for Canada, massive lineup. People standing in line for hours to meet the guy. And he's salt of the earth. You're going to love him. Love it. All right. Thanks a lot, Brian. appreciate it. Uh, Brian uh, Lilly, he is a political columnist for the uh, Toronto Sun. Uh, He's a fan of ours. We're a fan of his. Until he says something, and then soon we'll we'll stab him in the back so fast. Didn't even know the guy. Did you know the guy? (laughs) Uh, Who? I don't even hate that guy. Wow. It's uh, interesting. There's a new chart out, uh, the president and stock markets, and it charts over the last hundred years uh, the S&P 500 total return adjusted for inflation in three years after the election. You had FDR. Remember, he had the crash. FDR had 77 uh, um, percent growth increase mm-hmm. in the S&P 500. Truman had 70 percent. Eisenhower had 67. Now, you got to remember, that was the first one was depression into an up period. And 97 terms as president. And then Truman and Eisenhower were the end of the war and the beginning of the great American boom. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those two had all that, you know, big finned Cadillac growth. Number four on the list is Trump. 44 percent. Kennedy is next with the big tax cuts he did, 41%. Clinton, the era big government is over, 41%. And the dot-com boom. And the dot-com boom. Uh, Bush, 41, 38%. Obama, 25%. It goes from 38 to 25%. Reagan, 21. Johnson, 9.3. Carter, Negative 11, Nixon, negative 12, Bush 43, negative 27. That's the housing crash. And Hoover, negative 42. I think this is amazing. And part of this is because we are just, we're printing money like crazy and it's going to the big banks and the big companies. Uh, But there's another reason why we're doing well, and that is we're not, it doesn't take as much for us. To buy things as it used to, you know, you want a big screen TV it used to be 10 grand. It's not now. You want a 4K TV? You can get that at Walmart. Um, you want uh, you want a new phone? OK, well, the phone comes with a camera, a video recorder, uh, text messaging. So, you, I mean, think of that. You've gotten rid of the beeper, the telephone, uh, the um, calculator the camera and the video camera all of those things you had to buy separately now you buy one incredible yeah i mean we're really there's there's some innovation that is coming that is really going to change everything we know yeah and this has happened i mean at such a fast pace we don't even bother to recognize it yeah there's this great stat uh, in 1800 the average worker would have to work six hours to afford one hour of light so remember, we're not, we don't actually have lights on in the middle of the night. People would have to buy candles, right? Mm-hmm. The cost of that, you'd have to work six hours to get one hour of light. 
Now it's 0.5 seconds. Oh, my. 0.5 seconds the average person has to work to get an hour of light. That is why our mothers used to say, turn off the lights. Mm. You know, my grandmother used to have to use oil lamps. My mother remembers the first TV or the first lights and my mother would remember those coming into the house and my grandmother saying, turn off the lights. It's expensive. Now, mm -mm. you work how about 0.5 seconds, 0.5 seconds, 0.5 seconds for an hour of light. Mm. That 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 is something that you shouldn't be proud of as wasting it. But wow, Mm. what a difference. I think Trump should just go back to whale blubber just to piss everybody off. I would ride. You know what? <laughs> with the impeachment thing, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Let's harpoon a few whales. You're listening to Glenn.